0: The Red Seventy Eight. Once we were back, we were back for a period. That was of time. when televisions were television to in black and white, women. Yeah, what that's right. Yeah, you had big buttons. And all Available every Wednesday. Don't miss a moment of action. Subscribe to the Rugby Channel on the OTB Sports app and turn on your notifications now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into
1: your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. We're talking to uh, Harriet Pryor of the Anfield Rap Harriet, good morning to you. How are you?
2: Morning, good, thank you.
1: How are you? Uh, What's behind the change in formation that Jurgen Klopp has gone for, do you think?
2: Yeah, it's a really interesting one because the problem a lot of the season has been that we're conceding a lot of goals, so I think a lot of people were surprised to see him put another attacker in the mix when actually we felt like we need to shore up the defence, but wow, it worked really well. I think he just wanted to find a way to to break through defensive lines a bit more and to play a bit more fluidly because it looked a little bit like we were losing control in a lot of games. We didn't know exactly where the players should be and I think that formation just gave everyone a bit more of a fluid positional flexibility and, and allowed them to go forward a bit better as well, so I liked it, it sort of shifted between a four, four, two to a, a four two three one and and I liked the change in formation and it obviously it obviously paid its dividends last night and Clot would have been really happy with it.
1: Had there been any sign this was coming?
2: Not really, no. I, to be honest, so he hasn't had all the attackers available. Jota was out with injury. Nunes had a had a three-match three, a three match ban. There was various different injury problems in that attacking line. So maybe this is the, this is what Klotz wanted to go with all along, but just hasn't had the personnel to do it. But I like that he, he sort of took the initiative to make a change when a lot of managers sort of kept just trying to do the same thing, and it, and it clearly wasn't working. So maybe we'll see that more going forward.
1: Is it in any way involved in the, the pressing that they're trying to do, that actually having an extra forward allows them to be more aggressive? with that press and and more meaningful with the press.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think the defenders were coming under a lot of heat in the last two games for, for not defending well. But actually, that all does start from the front and starts from the attackers with that high press. And some of them weren't doing their jobs in previous games. So I think having that another attacker higher up the pitch and putting the pressure on the ball really high up the pitch meant that Rangers actually didn't get much of the ball in, in really threatening areas. And it, and it worked really well. And a lot of our good attacking play came from winning the ball high up the pitch and playing the ball in. So, yeah, it was it was impressive.
0: It's Darwin Nunez. You mentioned him already, there, Harriet, But um, kind of mixed reactions to to his season, to his um, start to his Liverpool tenure. But I mean, last night he showed he showed signs. He can he, you know he can get on the ball. He can he can get into good spaces and, and create chances. But uh, still, just needs those goals to get the confidence back.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think Klopp's been really clear the whole way through that it's going to take him a lot of time to adapt and he's played in a really different style of team and a different different league as well. So although if someone like Haaland's come over and found it quite easy, it's going to take Nunes a little bit longer. But I was impressed with his performance last night, definitely. And like you mentioned, he obviously didn't get the goal. But he had some really good opportunities, created some really good chances. And I think the way that you can see that he's trying to link up with Trent, trying to link up with Salah was really impressive. So I think as those relationships form more and more and they sort of try and find the spaces each other and it will just grow more and more so yeah I was definitely impressed
0: The, the Those defensive frailties you mentioned as well and we've kind of spoken about it already on, on the show this morning Harriet but uh, Trent, Trent Alexander-Arnold's um, defensive frailties seem to have disappeared and a vanish according to the back papers because of, because of the free kick uh, I'm sure it's still a concern for Liverpool fans but maybe this new formation will suit him better and kind of as you say attackers defending from the front maybe doing some of the dog work for him further up the pitch
2: yeah, it's interesting you say that because I think a lot of a lot of the past seasons, no one's really spoken too much about his defensive frailties because he does provide such a spark going forward. But this season he hasn't been doing that as much either, so he hasn't been creating assists or scoring as many goals and, and I think so people have been talking about his defensive frailties more when actually, you know, probably levels being similar throughout. But there, there definitely was holes in the defence and I think a couple of the goals in recent weeks you can pinpoint to Trent not doing his job properly, but you, you can't make one player a scapegoat, but definitely I thought he was better positionally last night I think against Brighton he drifted a little bit too far into midfield and looked a little bit lost at times so just keeping him out on that right flank and playing that proper fullback position which allowed him to go forward but also allowed him to track back easier really benefited his game
1: It's been a perfect sample of how the season has gone so far where there's the um, topsy-turvy 3 all at the weekend and then a 2-0 last night so it feels like OK, problem, diagnose, uh, bit of a response. It's just that there hasn't been any consistency. We we haven't seen people build on a good performance and put it back to back with another one. So is there confidence that the change in formation is enough? Or do you still need to see signs of improvement in the form of, say, Virgil, for example, and a couple of other players getting back to the level that was world-class level, essentially, that was allowing them to compete with Manchester City and reach the Champions League finals?
2: Yeah, there definitely has been a lack of consistency. But what I liked last night, which I thought was different, was that it was a really calm performance. I think before when we felt we're going to come back again, it's been via a last-minute winner against Newcastle and even Ajax and then a 9-0. You know, we've not really had any 2-0 just settled games and where we feel we can build from. So I feel last night it is a really good starting block. But, you know, Rangers, I think Arsenal are going to be tougher opposition than Rangers were last night. And we've got them to play at the weekend. We've got Manchester City coming up. So they'll be the real test to see how our season can kick off from here and all the players will constantly be assessing their formulas and there's not a second that they'll think from last night that all their work is done and dusted, there still clearly is problems that need to be solved and and things that they need to work on so they'll all be keen to do that moving forward but hopefully that will build a bit of confidence because I I think confidence is something that's really been lacking, I think you could even tell at times last night there is a little bit of confidence that's sort of dropped in the team so hopefully every single win and every single good performance and individual performance as well will, will help the players out and individual their form will just continue to get better because we know like you mentioned Virgil van Dijk is world class and this is a team not a million miles off the one that that nearly won everything last season so I don't have any doubt they can get back to that level
1: Why do you think they're not at that level at the moment?
2: It's really difficult to say. I think you can point at so many different things. And a lot of people have talked about a lack of confidence, a hangover from last season, a lack of investment. The fact that individual form just hasn't been good enough. The fact that we've been relying on players that are either too old and and too experienced or or not experienced enough. And we haven't found that middle ground. It's difficult because I think if you look back to the COVID season when we weren't playing well, you can point to the fact that we, we lost loads of defenders and we, we had to come up with solutions this season it's a little bit harder to pinpoint exactly what's going on probably a combination of all of the things I just spoke about starting slow not having the same level of intensity as we'd expect so I think probably a combination of all and, and Klopp said in his pretty much press conference before Rangers everything needs to be better and, and that's probably what's quite difficult you, you have two days in training to turn everything around but hopefully things are now moving in the right direction
0: We, we have tended Harriet I guess in, in the last number of weeks to focus on a lot of the- negatives around Liverpool but um, we should touch on some of the positives as well I know Firmino was the man to miss out last night but if you look at that relationship between Thiago and, and Jordan Henderson worked quite well last night I know there probably weren't many runners from deep uh, on that Rangers team as, as they might be likely to face later on in, in the season but I think Kenny Miller described Thiago as, as the conductor on, on, on television last night after the game and that relationship with Jordan Henderson seems to have worked quite well especially last night
2: yeah, I really liked them playing in a sort of two together. I thought it worked really well with Henderson dropping a little bit deeper and covering and then Thiago having the freedom to, to move forward and push on. His vision, you called him, you know, he constructs everything on that pitch. His vision, the way he passes the ball, the things he sees that you can't even see in the stands when you have the benefit of looking from higher up. He's just really, really clever player and I think at Brighton he didn't have his best performance so he'd have been really keen to come back and make sure he can prove that how, how key he is to this Liverpool side. And last night he showed just that with a really a really solid performance and definitely his relationship with Henderson just continues to build it's just a, the issue that he isn't fit all the time so how do we find solutions when Thiago is not available and not in the team and got to be really careful not to overplay him as well but having him back is always a huge huge positive and Interesting, he didn't play Fabinho last night. He was dropped to the bench from the start. I think he probably needed a little bit of a rest mentally and physically, a bit fatigued. So I liked that he, he took the chance playing that two in midfield and thought it worked well. And, and Thiago is a special player for sure.
0: We should say defensively I suppose as well Ibrahima Kanate and Calvin Ramsey returning to training this week as well which is uh, hugely positive for Jurgen Klopp to kind of have that little bit of strength and depth where needed. I know Joe Gomez is, is still there to stand in for Trent. Gomez has had a bit of a, a hard time as well when he's played but um, at least there are signs that Liverpool are getting some men back and, and you need that strength and depth across the next couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, there were definitely times in the start of the season when you looked at the substitutes bench and there was just nothing to bring on that would make a real difference or a real impact and Gomez did have a few difficult games but there was no one else to step in for him so definitely really positive that Canate is back, that Ramsey's back in training that slowly but surely the squad depth is starting to build again because that's what saw us do so well last season the fact we had such a depth in the squad and we were able to bring in so many different players and give players a rest and look it's it's not long now until the World Cup but it's such a busy period before then Every single one of those players, whether they're involved consistently in the starting 11 or not, is going to be called upon at some point, and and, and it's better to have all of them fit. So hopefully, we can keep bringing players back and keep the ones that are fit stay that way.
1: Nice handy run of fixtures over the next 11 days. It's uh, Arsenal away, it's Rangers away, and then it's Man City at Anfield.
2: Yes, not the, uh, not, not the easiest run, is it? But I think it will be, you know, it will be enjoyable. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to having City at Anfield. I think it will be a really good test in Arsenal at the weekend. They're on a really good spell of, of form at the moment. So how will they come up against Liverpool? We, we tend to do really well against them and get a good result will that be the same at the weekend we'll see and then Rangers away thrown in the middle there so that will be a, another exciting game the atmosphere was, was good last night and I expect it to be like, like that next week when we return to Rangers as well
1: I didn't see any of the post-match press conference did, did he get asked if the four two three one is the way of the future or was that a horses for courses selection last night they'd done a bit of analysis on Rangers and decided actually I want to put all my best attacking players out here and try and get this game killed off earlier is, is it likely that he'll go up against Arsenal with the same formation.
2: Yeah, it's really interesting. I haven't heard Klopp speak yet, but I think Trent said that it made it easier to play with that formation. So I do, I do I wonder if they will have that conversation about whether that is best moving forward. It's unexpected, is what I'll say. I think Rangers will have expected to come up against a 4 3 3, will have prepared to play like that. And now moving into the weekend, Arsenal will have to be thinking, okay, what formation are they going to play? And they'll have to sort of adapt their game accordingly. And that's going to be a bit more difficult. The fact that we are that little bit more unpredictable can only benefit us. So I think we, we might see a bit Bit of a combination between the two moving forward, depending on the opposition and the threats that they pose. But I'd love to see it against Arsenal. I, I just think it allowed us to create so many more chances. And, and also, we were really good going back. And, and when we needed to, we had four effectively midfielders dropping back to defend. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to hear what Klopp said. I've not listened to it quite yet either. So, I'll, I'll listen to it this morning and then see. But I doubt he'll have given too much away. He likes to keep his cards a bit close to his chest.
0: You mentioned Trent's uh, post-match interview there, Harriet. And, and, and interested to. to- Gather your, your your views on on what Liverpool fans make of Gareth Southgate's um, spurning, I guess, of of Trent from from the squad. Like, is it something Liverpool fans are taking personally, like the, the, their boy can't get into the into the England squad, or is it a case of well, you know what, maybe if he doesn't make the squad, he can he can fully focus on Liverpool this season, or, or what's the take on it?
2: I think the take is mainly that we'll support Trent in, in whatever happens and and we obviously think that he should be part of that England squad and we can all see week in week out we get to we get to witness and we're lucky enough to witness the amazing talent that he is he's had he's had a few difficult weeks and I think that the pressure of the conversation around him being in the England squad is obviously really difficult to take and it it would be for any young player we forget how young he still is really I think because he's been around for so long in that first team but you know he's a Champions League winner he's a Premier League winner he's he's got so much experience he's so so talented the, the the reality is that the style of play that that Southgate you know the way he sets up his team just doesn't quite suit the way that Trent fits in and I think you know, it'll be really interesting to see if he is part of that squad but we obviously all think that he he should be but if he's not then we won't take it too personally but we'll just support him and, and be disappointed for him of course but support him through that
0: from an Irish perspective, we're kind of looking on at the, the TV screens and seeing our own Queen Kelleher behind Jurgen Klopp last night. Good to see him back from his three months out with a the, with the groin injury. Um, I know he probably will will be fairly limited to appearances. I know Derby next month in the Carabao Cup is probably on his horizon. But uh, a good boost for, for not only the Republic of Ireland, but also Liverpool to have the option there as well.
2: It's really good to have him back. I actually noticed, I, I wasn't sure when he was going to be back and I noticed he was on the, on the bench last night. I was really, really happy with that. I think he's, whenever he's come in and whenever Allison has had an injury or whenever he has been brought in for the cup games, he's been so impressive. So I'm, I'm, really, I'm really happy that he's back in, in and around the squad and he'll be learning from some of the best in the game. So yeah, I definitely think we'll see him against Derby, if not, you know, probably not any sooner than that. But against Derby, he'll have his opportunity and he'll just continue to build on that experience. Yeah, definitely a really exciting goalkeeper for the future and happy he's back in and around the
0: squad Just a final one for me Harriet I know the, the, there was a bit of talk in the, in, the, in the papers the last couple of days about the Jurgen Klopp mural uh, being defaced in, in the Randolph Street area I think it was of the city is there, is there much talk of that or I think it was blue paint we were, we were kind of talking about it briefly I it
1: might have been Everton but actually maybe Rangers makes more sense
0: Yeah maybe either one, either one makes sense I guess but was there much talk of this in, in the city?
2: No, I'm not. I've not heard too much to be honest. I've seen a few things on on social media, and obviously it's it's very sad, and disappointing for the people that put absolutely hours and hours of work into planning these things and and doing these things, and you, you never want to see that happen. But you know, it's not the first time it's happened. It's obviously really disappointing and really sad, and we just hope that we can try and limit that moving forward because it's just it just feels unnecessary.
1: Uh, Rafa Benitez going to Nottingham Forest. Given that he was at Everton, does it matter to Liverpool fans anymore, or is this like ah glad to see him back at somebody other than Everton?
2: I heard this last night. It came as a bit of a, a surprise. I mean, uh, yeah, I think we, we wish Rafa the best. I think it, his, it's clear his time at Everton didn't come to the best end and he probably realised that, that maybe wasn't the best move for him and he couldn't do everything he wanted. But if he goes to Nottingham Forest, look, we'll, we'll wish him all the best. And I'm sure he'll enjoy his uh, his return trip to Stranfield if they come.
1: In short, you guys are optimistic that a corner has been turned.
2: I hope so. I think we'll, we'll really be able to see it at the weekend. Everyone would have maybe expected us to win last night. I think that we, we were clearly that we were clearly the favourites going into it and we should have produced a dominant performance. So Arsenal will be a, a really big test to see how, how far that step up has come. But look, you can only do, you can only play the opposition at hand. We've got the three points. That's exactly what we needed. So we'll move on from that. We'll take it. We'll take a bit of confidence from it and hopefully can kickstart the season properly.
1: All right, Harry, good stuff. Thanks for joining us. Cheers. Thank you. OTB.